This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Do you believe that life is full of lessons? Do you believe that your day is filled with these little life lessons? You know, I I do, and I don't necessarily think that these lessons come from a higher power or from the universe itself, although they certainly could, but I simply think each day is filled with opportunity, and I would like to um, impart this sort of perspective um, to you as well, for you to evaluate and consider for yourself. I think that each day we are presented with the potential for a lot of lessons to occur. And with a life lesson, of course, comes the opportunity for the expansion of our knowledge, for education, to um, increase and improve our awareness, our understanding, and, you know, ultimately to diminish um, in some way, at some level, our ignorance. I've talked about ignorance um, in the past as something that often has a negative connotation and it gets a bad rap. You know, people think about ignorance as being this this horrible thing. And and ignorance can um, be a sort of pathway to things like prejudice. And ignorance can cause you to make poor decisions. Um, Ignorance can cause you to do a lot of things that can harm you or harm others. So there is a sort of connection with ignorance. But Ignorance itself is not negative. It's not necessarily uh, bad. It's a simple state in which you lack information, you lack knowledge, or you lack understanding, wisdom, or awareness. And we all have this level of ignorance in our lives, so it's nothing to be ashamed of, but it is something to be improved upon. We should... um, you know, I feel, uh, strive to abolish as much ignorance in our lives as we can. Again, not because ignorance in and of itself is this awful, terrible thing, but because when you do away with ignorance, a new opportunity presents itself, the opportunity for understanding, right? And so with the things that happen to you in your life, are you looking for those lessons that can remove your ignorance and increase your understanding and your awareness. How is it that two people can have pretty much the exact same experience? One person comes out of that experience and they are better because of it. Now, this could be a very negative experience, a very, very awful or tragic or even horrific thing that happened to them. But certain people walk out of those situations being better, being more empowered, more alive, more focused and driven and, and you know, but others, they walk away from those same situations and they're filled with doubt and anxiety and, and depression and all of these negative mood states. So how is it that two people can be exposed to the same thing and have two different reactions? This puzzled me for a a very long time. And it wasn't until a friend of mine cleared it up for me. And he cleared it up just like that, just instantly with what I want to share with you now. I was really struggling with the fact that, yeah, you could have two people who are exposed to the same thing coming to these different conclusions. And uh, I was talking with a friend, we were having lunch one day, and I, I explained that this was really bothering me. And I said, doesn't this bother you? And he said, not at all. 
I said, what do you mean it doesn't bother you at all? How is it that two people can experience the exact same thing and and one can move out of that experience in a positive direction and the other in a negative direction? That seems worrisome to me, troublesome to me and, and, and confusing. I don't get it. And he said, listen, the same sun that hardens clay melts butter. And I stopped for a minute and I, I, I let it sink in. He said, the same sun that hardens clay melts butter. So the sun is the same. The energy coming to the earth from the sun doesn't change. But two different substances can have vastly different reactions to the sunlight, right? If you have clay, then that clay is going to get hard and dry right? Because of the sunlight. But if you have butter, that butter will melt in the heat of the energy from the sun. So it really has to do with those substances. You see, again, we often think that that we have to be defined in one way or another by the things that happen to us. But you know, here's the reality, right? I think in the New Testament, Jesus said it pretty well. It's like the sun and the rain, they come on both, right? They come on everybody. Everybody has good days. Everybody has bad days. Everybody has good things that just randomly happen to them. And everyone has bad things that randomly happen to them. And so many people, they get caught up in this and they start weighing out, well, you've had more good things that have happened to you in your life and I've had more bad. So that's why I am the way that I am. And that's why I have the life that I have. And that's why I'm upset and moody all the time. No, <laughs> no, because adversity is going to harden and toughen some people up. Adversity for others is going to melt them. And by the way, I think either one of those could potentially be good, right? You see, the same sun that hardens clay melts butter. When my friend told me this, I mean, there have been very few times in my life where somebody has said something and and, and I just had to stop and take it in and go, that is deep. That is profound. That is a new level of understanding. I did not understand this. Um prior to this guy um, sharing this with me. And yet in an instant, my understanding had changed and some of my ignorance had been taken away. So, you know, we ultimately are in control of who we are. And as a result of who we are, our circumstances can make us stronger or they can make us weaker. But it doesn't actually have to do with those circumstances. So those life lessons that come at you and and, and just take every circumstance as a potential life lesson. It has the potential to uh, strengthen you or, or, or to weaken you, right? Both potentials are there. And what will determine if a circumstance is going Uh, to make you stronger or weaker? What will make the difference? You make the difference. You are the difference. You know, there's a powerful story, I thought, in the Harry Potter series of books. And, uh, you know, if you haven't read the books, it's okay. Uh, You know, I I think you'll still get the the point of this story. But, you know, there's this point um, at which Um, The main character, the hero, Harry, uh, is, you know, questioning whether he's really a hero. Maybe he's actually a bad guy. He seems to have this connection with the bad guy throughout the books, Lord Voldemort, right? And he starts to, you know, really doubt himself and and question himself. One of the things that happens is, you know, everybody gets sorted into these four different houses, 
okay? Um, stay with me again if you haven't read the books. If you've read the books, you know what I'm talking about. But they have these four separate houses at this school that Harry goes to, and the four separate houses are known for different things. Gryffindor is known as this very noble house. And Slytherin is known as this sort of evil and slimy, self-centered, self-focused, um, you know, lust for power uh, and great, you know, great ambition for power at any cost sort of house. So when uh, Harry is, you know, figuring out which house he's going to be in, the way that they do it is they put this sorting hat on your head. Okay. So they put this hat on to Harry and he hears, hears this voice in his mind. There's this conversation going on and the hat uh, is telling him in his mind he would do very well in Slytherin, this slimy kind of evil house. And Harry fights with it. He says he doesn't want to be in Slytherin. He wants to be, you know, somewhere else. He doesn't even really care. He just says, not Slytherin, not Slytherin, right? And the sorting hat is like, are you sure? You could do really good in Slytherin. You've got a lot of talent. You've got a lot of potential power. Slytherin could unlock that for you. And Harry's like, no, not Slytherin, anything but Slytherin. And the sorting hat finally puts Harry in Gryffindor. Well, Harry, he carries this around, you know, for a long time because he kind of feels like he cheated the system, right? He feels like he probably should have been in Slytherin because that's what the sorting hat, you know, kind of where it wanted to put him. But he had asked it to put him somewhere else, right? So it put him in Gryffindor. Well, Harry's finally sharing this uh, with someone and uh, in the books. And again, I'm trying to be vague and succinct for those of you who haven't read and maybe have no desire. But he, he's going over this with uh, one of the really, you know, powerful uh, uh, figures in the books, Dumbledore, right? And he's going over this and Dumbledore says, no, I mean, you were, you're a Gryffindor. That's who you are. You're noble and honorable and courageous. And Harry says, no, I'm only in Gryffindor because I asked the Sorting Hat not to put me in Slytherin. And there's this moment where, uh, you know, Harry doesn't get it. And Dumbledore says, but that's all the difference. That makes all the difference. The fact that you didn't want to be in that house and you don't want to be that type of person, that's what means you, sh you are rightfully in this noble house rather than this greedy, narcissistic uh, house, right? And so the point, the reason I share that story with you is it was who Harry was. It was his substance that made all of the difference. The very fact that he didn't want to be like that, he didn't want to be in this house full of narcissists, demonstrates that he is not one of them, right? That very fact that he didn't want to be uh, like them validates his substance of who he was, okay? So are you clay or are you butter, right? Are your circumstances going to strengthen you or weaken you? Okay, only you can decide and determine. It's your substance. It's what's inside you that makes all the difference. It's not about what happens to you. Listen to me. Things happen to everybody. And it does no good to sit there and to try to weigh out, well, you know, more bad things have happened to me in my life than this other person. So woe is me, pitiful me. I'm a victim, right? All these horrible things, right? I've encountered people who have the most gut-wrenching stories, the things that they have been through. I mean, the abuse, physical, verbal, emotional, sexual, people who have been raped, people who have been violated over and over again to the very core of their being. And yet they are some of the most empowered, inspirational, motivational, effective people I have ever met.
And yet I know others who had a quote-unquote good life, a good upbringing. They had everything stacked in their favor, right? The, the deck was stacked in their favor. And yet they're leading miserable, joyless lives. So don't come to me and tell me that your circumstances make you who you are. That is just, there's, I'm sorry, there's just too much evidence to the contrary. What you do with what you've been given makes all the difference in the world. Okay. And as I pointed out, you know, in the past, it it doesn't mean that those bad things that have happened to you are good. Okay. Not at all. That's horrible to call those things good, to call rape and abuse good. Those are not good things. Those are awful, horrific, terrible, tragic things. But what you choose to do with them and who you choose to become as a result of having those experiences, it's fully within your control. You make the difference. Okay? So what life lessons, what circumstances are you coming up against lately? And how can you orient yourself and and, and become something inwardly so that those circumstances are going to make you stronger? That's the challenge for today. And it's a big one, really. You might just want to start off by looking for those life lessons. And once you feel like for a few days you've identified, okay, I think these sort of things, these are potential life lessons, then you can begin to orient yourself to receiving them as life lessons. Again, don't call those negative things good. Okay, those bad circumstances, don't call them good. That's not, it's not true. They're not, they're not good. But view them as opportunities to learn. You know, I heard it said that you learn something from everybody you meet. You either learn what to do or what not to do. You learn how to live or how not to live, how to treat people or how not to treat people, right? So we have in life circumstances that can teach us a variety of things. They can teach us this, or they can teach us that. But either way, there's a lesson wrapped in there, right? There's a life lesson there. If you'll take it, if you'll embrace it, I firmly believe you will be better because of all the circumstances that you've encountered. And that can be hard. It was something, it took me years to latch on to this because I got hung up on, well, no, the bad things, I don't have anything to learn. In other words, I thought that positivity or positive things couldn't come from negative things. That did not make sense to me in my mind. But when it finally clicked for me, when I finally understood that I could make the difference, that I could take those negative, bad, awful things that happened and I could use them to learn and to grow and to become empowered and to help others, when I realized that, it made all the difference. So look for those life lessons. And as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and share the Dude Fuel podcast with a friend, a loved one, a family member. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening.